0: Welcome back, buddy. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing, doing good. good. You got stuff scattered everywhere. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we're all laid out and ready to go here today. <laughs> He's picking on something I said earlier. Yeah. Well, not picking on you. No, not you. You were just reading a propaganda reading a piece put out by the White House, <laughs> and the Washington Post, of course, as an adjunct of the White House, picked it up. Yeah, and uh, and so they uh, it's on the sequester. Mm-hmm. So that's coming down this week, and pretty much everybody agrees it's going to happen. Now, whether it sticks or not, who knows? Um, but uh, pretty much everybody knows or agrees that uh, that it's going to happen. If for no other reason than uh, while everybody's been complaining about it in Washington, or all the Washington folks have been complaining about it, they've been on vacation. So we know that they're not going right. to fix it while they're on vacation. Uh, so, I just thought I'd talk a little bit about, kind of in general, okay. uh, some of the big numbers, although most people in this audience probably know the big numbers already because they pay attention to things. Um, but uh, I'll hit on those a little bit, put them in perspective, and then we'll talk about some of those Montana ones that you uh, that you uh, cited earlier this okay. morning and have been talked about a little bit. And uh, let's just go, let, let's give another point of view on those things okay. as we go. So, Basically, uh, March 1st, uh, so last, uh, what, a couple years ago, year and a half ago, whatever, uh, one of the cans they kicked down the road when they couldn't come up with whatever the battle was then on the... Whatever uh, it was at that time. Whatever (laughs) it was at that time, on the borrowing limit or whatever. Um, The White House said, well, let's just do this. We'll we'll find $600 million, roughly, or $600 billion apiece, rather, in uh, things that we won't, would never allow to be cut. As uh, as the White House and as Democrats, and then the Rep- and then we'll find six hundred billion dollars of things that the Republicans certainly would never allow to be cut, and that's defense. Uh, and uh, And so then we'll fix this thing by by forming a super committee that will come up with one point three trillion dollars in cuts, and then those things will never happen because we'll find a smart way to do it. Unfortunately, they didn't put smart people in charge of finding a smart way, uh, or people who couldn't agree on things, and so they didn't come up with a smart way. And so we're going to end up with probably about one. Uh, 1- 3 trillion dollars in budget cuts not spending cuts budget cuts so we're not looking at decreasing spending here we're looking at decreasing the rate at which spending increases and that's an important thing to remember as they talk about all these dire consequences remember we're not talking about cutting a nickel of actual spending we're talking about spending less than we thought we were going to spend going into the future over a yeah. 10-year period so the question is is the the sky falling well let's put a little bit of perspective on this what we're looking at is 3.6 uh i'm sorry federal spending during this time period during the sequester period is going to go is scheduled to go from 3.6 trillion dollars a year to over six trillion dollars a year that's over the next 10 years that's even with the sequester it's still going to go it's still going to increase that much (laughs) The sequester will cut 2.4% of this increase in spending, uh, about $85 billion this year. So the unfortunately, it leaves the largest component and the fastest growing component of federal spending untouched, which is entitlements are virtually untouched. Uh, it, uh, 50% of the cuts go against the Defense Department and fifty and uh, 35% impact non-defense discretionary spending and less than 15% fall on mandatory spending, which itself consumes 62% of the budget. So 62% of the budget is mandatory spending and the sequester affects less than 15% of that. There rest of it half of it goes to defense and the other half goes to other non-mandatory spending and that's the sky is falling scenarios that you know i feel stupid
1: because i read all that stuff earlier because i guess i because if you're saying the 2.4
0: percent is coming off the growth not off of what's already going on yeah then how can they say all that stuff's going to get cut? Because that's what they've planned on, and because their goal, this is called the Washington Monument. I feel like Mon- I've been duped. You've been duped. <laughs> and I don't want you to feel bad about that, because you've been duped by very professional dupers. Okay. And it's been going on for a long mm. time. This is called the Washington Monument Strategy, okay. inside the Beltway. If you're going to cut spending, the first thing you do is you cut it in places where people feel it the most, because then... Just they'll threaten or really cut it? Well, you either threaten or, if you have to, okay. you actually go and cut it okay if uh, and so that way people start screaming about it and they and they say don't cut spending so uh, Washington Monument is one of the most, if not the most popular tourist attraction in the mall in D.C. So the first thing they do is is they put, out, put up a, a, a cordon across there and don't allow people into the Washington Monument, even though it's oh, pennies okay. on what National Park Service or whoever else spends. That's yeah. the first thing they do is they make it personal. And that's what all these supposed cuts are. These aren't required. They cherry-picked a bunch of stuff mm. so that they make it personal for people. That's a messaging. We've talked about messaging before and the importance of Showing personal impacts. Well, these don't have to be the impacts, but they're the ones they choose because they want to make it personal for people. Right. If the city's going to cut the budget, or if the city's facing a budget crunch, what do they do? Do they say we're going to cut administrative costs by fifteen percent? Do they say uh, we're not going to build a new building, or we're going to sh- we're going to cut back on uh, on conferences uh, across no, the country? The no, we're court, going to cut right? police, and we're going to cut teachers. Yeah. Well, the county, would be, well, the school district would right. be teachers. Right. We're going to cut. We're going to fill us potholes. We're going to cut the police force. That's the first thing they do. Mm-hmm. And what that tells me is, first of all, it's it's... Kind of disingenuous, uh, because obviously yeah, yeah. that's not what they have to do. Uh, that's that's their core function. Those should be the last things that get cut, and mm-hmm. yet they trot them out as the first things that get right. cut. And I don't mean to pick on the city here. I'm not talking right. about. I'm speaking Just generically here, not the city of Bozeman. Right. Um, but uh, but uh, but so that's what they're going to do with this. So what did they do? They trot out all these things that theoretically could happen, and their first order impacts at the service level at the level that people see they don't tell you about the the the, the three million dollars they spent on a convention in las vegas that doesn't get cut they don't tell you about the president's 75 million dollar vacation in hawaii that doesn't get cut they don't tell you about all the waste that goes on at the macro level they, they bring it down to some uh, a kid with disability who's going to lose a teacher well he doesn't have to lose that teacher it doesn't have to happen that way and yet that's what they're going to do we saw this when i was in the navy all we'd be drilling around the Indian Ocean for 6 months and they would tell us that the that they ran out of what's called optar basically gas money and so we would be drilling around not training not flying not doing our job because they wanted to make it felt at the at the at the user level where these cuts come from, even though it's a drop in the bucket compared to all the waste that happens in the military mm-hmm. budget in that case. But you could put it across anything. Uh, the transportation uh, we uh, on your news there, uh, they've been talking about shutting down. Um, Shutting down control towers at airports. Mm-hmm. Never mind that we operate, that those, again, the Kalispell guy was actually very candid. He said, We operated without a control tower before. We'll do it again. And I'm a pilot, a professional pilot. I've done a lot of flying. I know that you can operate a, an airport the size of Kalispell. You can do that without a control tower. Would it be better with one? Of course it would. Yeah. But we always have, but we all have to make choices and we all have to make decisions. And I would argue that they don't have to shut down the control tower because the FAA has billions of. Of dollars in programs that are hidden from the public not purposely hidden, but you don't see them, they're not right. visible. And rather than save a million dollars in Kalispell or whatever it is, and I'm sure it's a lot less than that actually, they could find the money to keep those controllers in Kalispell out of petty change, out of rounding errors on big big ticket projects that they have. For the Department of Transportation, their budget's seventy four point two billion dollars this year. The uh, the automatic spending cuts would be about one point four percent, and they're still gonna spend more more next year than they will this year, even with that. They're gonna go from uh, let's see next year will be seventy three point two billion. This year last year was seventy two point six billion. So even with those cuts, they'll spend more than they spent last year. So let's go through some of these supposed impacts on Montana real quickly. Yeah, go ahead. And we can we can do calls here too. I'm sure people are ready to vent on this right. so I'm happy to be not the only one venting. <laughs> All right, teachers in schools. Uh, about a million and a half dollars uh, funding for primary and secondary education, putting 20 teacher teacher and aid jobs at risk. Uh, about 2,000 fewer students served and 20 fewer schools would receive funding. Well, first of all, that's nonsense. 20 fewer schools will not receive, will not lose funding, or 20 schools will not lose funding. Those impacts will be spread across the system. Uh, so that's not going to happen, but here's another question. Why are we that dependent on federal money to teach our kids why don't we absorb those if that's if we need that million and a half dollars to teach our kids then Montanans should be paying that million and a half dollars to teach our kids we shouldn't be going to the federal government and we shouldn't be we shouldn't be uh, be accepting all the strings that come with that money too all of the things that we have to do that probably cost more than a million and a half dollars to get that million and a half dollars it makes absolutely no sense and it brings up another great point is we are so dependent on federal money in this state, especially, we get about a buck and a half back for every dollar we send to Washington. Forty Over 40% of our state budget is federal money. That comes with strings. We've always said that, but now we see how vulnerable it makes us as well. If 40% of our budget's dependent on the federal government, and the federal government we know is going to be spending less, and this is just the first wave of it, they can't afford to do this forever. They can't keep printing money and sending it to the states or anybody else. Then we are becoming very vulnerable to some serious decisions, some painful decisions down the road. So we should be weaning ourselves off of this and this might be a good place to start right now is start weaning ourselves off of this. again with with education my argument would be well the other thing is that comes through the, that comes from the department of education a million and a half dollars a million and a half dollars in their budget is nothing and again they, i'll bet they spend more on their heating bill than they spend than that than that's how much they or than than that on uh, on their their headquarters in washington and so there are other things that can be done other than things that impact kids directly uh, Work study jobs. Around eighty fewer low income students in Montana would receive aid to help them finance the cost of college. Well, there's a couple ways to look at that. That's that's about point three percent of our college population. Well, there's going to be winners and losers when you have to spend more money. Uh, a lot of poor people felt the pain on January first when their taxes went up too, and and they're going to feel that. And and so let's unfortunately that sh- this shifts the pain a little bit. But the other thing is is one of the reasons that t- that tuition is so so high is because the federal government has stepped in with financing. They're basically pumping billions and billions of dollars in the system through grants, through student loans. They've taken over the student loan program. The reason those low-income kids are having a hard time paying higher tuition is because the federal government has created policies that have made tuition skyrocket even faster than health care. Uh, tuition costs have gone up. Costs going to college have gone up faster than way faster than inflation. Uh, so uh, let's get rid of the policies that cause higher education to increase faster than inflation and even faster than health care. And that would help those 80 students an awful lot more than giving them a paycheck or giving them a handout. Uh, Head Start. About 200 kids in Montana would uh, would lose access to Head Start. Not sure how they came up with that math. Uh, I'm guessing that's not it, though. Uh, but uh, one thing is that studies have shown that Head Start, by the time you get to the third grade level, it has zero impact on student achievement. So that's a program we should be looking at anyway. Uh, it's basically taxpayer-funded daycare at this point. I'm not saying that there's nobody who benefits from it uh, because daycare is expensive, uh, but it has no long-term impact on kids. Uh, Protections for clean water and air, a whole bunch of about a million bucks there. That's basically the EPA telling us how to run our state. Good riddance. Get rid of that and everything else uh, that they come in here to tell us how we can responsibly develop our resources. They they impose um, probably orders of magnitude of costs on Montana beyond that million dollars. Uh, so I would say good riddance. Get rid of them. Uh, let's develop, responsibly develop and manage our natural resources in this state and, uh, and let them go away. Uh, military readiness, there's definitely some uh, some with Maelstrom and places like that. There's going to be cuts in that because the military takes an inordinate cut. Again, that's choices. Uh, that money could come out of the Pentagon budget very easily in other places. If there was some flexibility, uh, law enforcement and public safety, $66,000. Again, not even a rounding error uh, on, on federal programs and federal monies that are put out there. But if that reduces the federalization and the militar, militarization of our police forces in the state, I'm okay with that too. I'll be honest with you. Uh, how much time do we have left? Uh, we got about uh, four minutes yet. Oh, okay. a phone call too. If oh, yeah, to. let's do the phone call. Nice. KMMS, good morning. you with Carl. Go ahead. Good morning. What's up?
1: Well, Mark, there's a, there's a couple other things out there. We can, we got these guys got way too many jokes going on. We got a war on drugs. It's a joke, and at a huge cost. This so-called war on terror, another joke, which costs millions if not billions and billions of dollars and as far as education goes you're not get get gonna get them out, out of education they should i agree one hundred percent fact, i want them right out of the state period nothing no control of no land no nothing the state of montana needs to buck up tell them to keep their money and we'll get by we can drill we can cut we can do a lot of things in this country but the federal government is off the deep end And For me, if there's any legislators up there, Helen will listen and get them out of here. Because they're going to cause nothing but grief and trouble. Yeah, thanks for everything they do. Here's a body, (laughs) here's a group back there that the last I looked, I think it was February uh, 6th. Approval rating for the Congress of the United States, 15.6. And I think that's a little high. These guys have no mandate to do nothing. And what are they doing? They're coming after our rights, one right after the other. Yeah. Now the Department of Justice wants the, the confiscation, period. Forget get all the other stuff, just take the guns. So Mr. Tester needs to, Mr. Baucus needs to hear from everybody today, N- nothing. You have no mandate to pass anything that uh, abdicates any of our rights, period. And
0: that's all I got to say this morning. You boys have a good day. All right. Thanks, Pete. You know, and that yeah. that goes to prioritization. the the way our budget is set up, it's basically pork barrel. It's 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 all interest groups. Who has the loudest voice gets the most money. Right. That's just the way it works. Um because we've centralized power so much and it's become so large, even though we're borrowing 40 cents of every dollar we spend, as long as we can do that and they can keep basically spending money for special interest groups, um, that's going to be the problem. And it it gets forced down into the states. And so uh, that's what we really need. These across-the-board cuts, I'm kind of making fun of them this morning, or what they say are the impacts. This is the worst possible way to cut spending. The worst possible way is across-the-board cuts. You should go in there and prioritize programs. He mentioned a few things that could definitely be cut yeah. back, and there's there's so many more uh, that, that, that are the big picture items, getting rid of entire departments as opposed to mm-hmm. just cutting uh, cutting 20 teachers, getting rid of the Department of Education, right. for mm-hmm. example, and letting the states run their education Ooh, programs. Uh, and, or even just block granting it out, which would reduce their overhead and just per, provide money to the states. Mm-hmm. Um, there's all kinds of options for that, but we don't do it that way, unfortunately, and so we're stuck with this across the board. If it's the only game game in town then it's the only game in town and i would rather see it done this way than no way at all right but it's the it's the worst possible way carl thanks for all the work you do buddy you appreciate bet. it how's things of montana policy good we're plugging away You're on the on the road a lot or what yeah i'm traveling Making, I'm, I'm doing a thousand miles about every other week oh around the state just talking to folks and it's good though people are coming back up yeah. there uh you know everybody was kind of in the fetal position after the election